This is how it's going to start. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Live to Tape, also known as Live to Tap, also known as Daddy's Big Red Truck, best known as the Executive Buffet. It's me, Jimmy Jackson, a.k.a. Jason Peppercorn, also known as Kevin Tipcorn, here on the podcast. We have a very special episode here for you today. This is not a normal episode. This is the debut of The Leather Rose. It's a brand new podcast that Duncan Trussell and I have been working on for quite some time now, quietly, secretly behind the scenes, developing this brand new, totally unique, super interesting podcast. It's going to have its own page. It's its own show. So go right now and subscribe. Find it. It's got its own RSS feed. So you can listen to it separately, like, like just like any other podcast. Check it out, find it, and today, right now, I'm presenting you with the debut episode of The Leather Rose here on Live to Tape. But from here on out, you got to find it elsewhere. Do that, and do this, and listen now, here to this, The Leather Rose. You are listening to The Leather Rose, an exploration of the mysteries of the universe. Join us now, as we unravel the secrets of time. How do you like that? That was a listener sent in recording. That was recorded, let me see here. I was recorded by Jeff Gelding in the Santa Monica State Mountains. That was uh, Can I give you a little advice, Jeff Gelding, if you happen to be listening to this? When I got into the game, I was smart enough to know not to send a bag of dog shit to the veterinarian and expect to get back roses. Okay, that was shit. Honestly, we don't know what that record recording could have been anything at all. And thanks for sending it in, Jeff. It was terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Leather Rose right now. Uh, my name is Delco Scooch. I'm your guest host today here in The Leather Rose. And we're taking listener submissions all day, so keep them coming in strong and hot, good and fast. Today, my guest host, who's also the guest, but he's also simultaneously a host. You heard him pop up there a minute ago. We didn't think his mic was hot yet, but he did, so... <laughs> Please welcome Monica Shytower. Thanks for having me, Dilko. I love the show. It's a real honor to be on. Now, just I just want to say this real quick. Monica can be a man's name. Yeah, no shit. You don't need to say that. Okay. I just wanted to just clarify for the listeners. We know Orange Cube can be a fucking man's name. It's true. Whatever, whatever, whatever name you want to be. That's Son what of the learned. Morning can be a man's name. Lady of the Lake can be a man's name. You don't need to 
you don't need to condescend your listeners. I don't know if Lady of the Lake could be a man's name. Sure it, can. It, it's technically the word lady is in the name. Well, yeah, but it's not spelled like lady. Well, it's, you mean like L-E-I-G-H-T-D-Y? Yeah, exactly. L-E-I-G-H-T-D-Y? Look, I don't want to get into some semantic argument here, Dilko. It's just any, essentially... It doesn't matter. You could call yourself fucking tripod. Tripod would be actually a pretty good name because especially if someone had maybe like a, a very large penis, you'd call him tripod. It's a cool name for a man. It's a cool name for a woman. It's a cool name for a, a fucking squirrel. Okay, Don't Monica. Give a fuck what you, whatever. Got it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Sick um, of people fucking getting on me about my name. I love my name. I, I think it's a great name. I just tell them. Change my name to Monica from Daryl. So you, you changed it from Daryl to Monica. Yeah, you did. How come? What was wrong with Daryl? Spirit of the Force told me my name was Monica. What was wrong with Daryl? I don't know. I didn't even ask. It was the Spirit of the Force. You're gonna, what are you gonna do? Interrogate the source of life on Earth? Said my name's Monica. I got went home, came to the DMV, changed my fucking name to Monica. Okay, Monica, you're on the Leather Rose, and we have Monica here. We're talking about audible sounds that have been recorded in state forests across the world not state forests but forests everywhere we start off that listener submission We're talking about sounds terrible and now now you have you have an idea where these sounds are coming from you're saying that these are these are these are crevices in the ground that are opening up That's and right. you say this is a giant mouth of the of the planet uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah you read my book mouth of the planet this mm -hmm. all be completely clear as a bell Mm -hmm. These cracks have been opening up, crevices have been opening up, national force, and non-international force, non-national force is really just a goddamn force, you know? Right. No need to call it national. It's, it's laying claim to a thing that was there long before your monkey ass came stumbling into the wherever and said, that's a national force. That's just a force. No more national force, and you're a national piece of shit for claiming something that belongs to the totality of all things i don't want to get into semantics hate semantics but i mean i think you just did get into semantics so let's get into semantics the cracks are opening up as prophesized by the seven prophets of jezza these cracks are opening up and they're opening up in forests all over all over the planet and to call them national forests or whatever doesn't it doesn't make a difference you're out there at night and I do not, nude not climbing in the forest, find a nice rock face, and then do nude free climbing under the full moon. It's my favorite thing to feel the dissipated heat of a, of a stone. So you're talking about... Against my body like a lizard. I, I absorb that last daylight heat, and, um. and, and I just hang there with a full moon at my back, and that's when the cracks will generally open up for me, and that's when the sounds will come out. Your first listener, whatever that thing he played, was clearly not coming from one of these night cracks or crevice. So no, well, let me just slow it down here a bit. You just downloaded a lot of information out there. So we're talking about the seven prophets of Jazza. 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 That's J-E. That's triple Z. Yep. Triple Z. Okay. Jezza. The seven prophets of Jezza. Now, many people have claimed that you have claimed to be the eighth prophet of Jezza. No, I did not claim to be the eighth prophet well, of Jezza. These people are claiming that you claimed. I went claimed. to an ayahuasca ceremony at the Gary Ladin Ayahuasca Ceremonial Center in Detroit. Okay. Is that and the same I, as the Gary Sinise Foundation or is that no, different? No, very different. Okay. I do respect that foundation. I have right. donated quite a bit of money to that foundation and done a lot of volunteer work for Mr. Me Sinise. too. Very different, though. Gary Lydon 
is a wonderful, safe zone to take ayahuasca in Detroit. It's underneath the roller skating rink, repurposed for spiritual ceremonies. That sounds wonderful. Regardless, I went there. I, that's when I was given the name Monica by the spirit of the forest, and 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 it was insinuated that I was the eighth prophet because each of these prophets' names have Annika in them. So there was Sonica, oh, okay. Donica, Lonica, Tronica, yeah, Tronica, yeah. Spamonica. I've seen Spamonica all Har. over the place. It was Har, Harmonica. Oh, that's, that's right. what the. See, this is all kind of tying together a thread that we've had loose dangling around here for quite some time. The idea that the name Harmonica is an ancient name, oh, and it comes from the, the fissures of the mouths of the world agape and screaming in harmony. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, well, you know, if you break it down in the language of Jezza, har, it, it means sound of God. Okay. And Monica means from the crack. Now, a lot of people have said that this is what the shape of a taco is based on, actually. Absolutely. And that's why people like tacos so much, is they're technically involving themselves in an ancient ritual of communicating harmonica and a taco are not that different when it comes down to it. That's correct. I mean, you trace the history of the taco. You follow it down. You've taught it down through North America and down into South America and then the lower Brazilian peninsula into the into the in the lower regions on the swamplands down there is where a lot of these fool anthropologists are getting their funding from big tech, which they're then using to manipulate the masses into believing that foods come from places they just don't come from. Mm. We're talking we're talking recipes written in the stars, not coming from the earth here you think a taco uh, came from the mind of humans but that's just what these transhumanists want us to believe it's, it's bottom line basic deep dish programming you think it, you think these things come from a mind you think somebody just thought up a taco a human being no those are written in the stars and those came from the people of jezza which are not terrestrial bound beings and that's number one came from the crack and that is what Monica means, from the crack. And Monica. so when I was given that name, Monica, it was not just that I was the eighth prophet of Jezza. As it was insinuated, it was I was the final prophet because there was nothing preceding the name. There was no Gil Monica, Tack Monica. It was just Monica. Toll Monica, Bill no, Monica, Brad Monica. I'm from the crack. That would be the translation of my name, from so the crack. So people who are claiming that you claim to be the eighth prophet of Jezza are actually saying they're getting it wrong. What you are, you are the seventh prophet of Jezza and you have claimed that and you just diddly did, you just diddly did claim that right now. I diddly claimed it. You I'm just diddly, diddly going to be it and I'm going to diddly be proud of it. And I carry the burden of it because there are no more people of Jezza. We're talking about one of the most prolific and powerful scattered subspecies of humanity scattered throughout the entire planet mm. gone in a day gone in a day writings eliminated they used to have you could go you couldn't go anywhere without seeing one of the jezzer scriptures etched on a post or a tree gone in a day you don't remember when you were i don't know how old you are you look young as hell but for me when I was a kid, it was just, you couldn't look at a jaybird's ass without seeing some message from the people of Jezza. And then in a day, they're gone. We'd be digging an ant mounts with my friend Billy. 
we get our we had a special stick we'd use it's called our ant ant digging stick and it had a real curved tip a long curved tip almost like a hockey stick that had been bent by moonlight and we wow. call it our ant digging stick and we just go around find the biggest mountain and swish it around in there Fun. and we'd we'd see ants and we put our ear to the ground and the ants they wouldn't attack us or nothing they would just start screaming about jazza 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 jazza, jazza, jazza. that was when the ants talked uh-huh. now as again we go back you know and when the day came as it was predicted that it would happen the vanishing day before that you got talking ants you're you're uh-huh. a kid we didn't have this thing you know my my cousin had a beautiful child wonderful kid orny now they decided to have another because they're worried orny was going to need company well is uh, it orny or horny or orny come on i don't what know are you, you some know, hollywood I, elite i've got to ask what are you what are you can do it over here I, i'm in st louis right now i don't, don't even like don't that claim kind me. of humor you're not going to name a, humor, a child a, horny you're not going to do a that it's a question it's a question i know but i know what you're doing don't but do look that at, you know Maybe how some been sucked up into the pockets of the liberal elite. I'm not. Some words have a silent age. Let's just not do that kind of humor. I love your show. I love it a lot, and I've never. I listen to it because the family is family friendly. Okay. Orny. Now, my cousin. Orny. Beautiful name. My cousin Orny. It's a wonderful name. Beautiful. Boy name. or girl? Boy or girl? What difference does it make? Well, yeah, so what are you? Listeners what are going to ask me? with the census department over I'm here? I'm going to get, I'm going to get roasted boy, here on the. All right, now Orny. Now they say he calls me up. He said we're going to try for another because we want Orny to have company. And I uh-huh. said to him, "Well, that's a new thing because when I was a kid, you didn't need company. Just go down to your nearest ant mound, and you could have a conversation with a whole bunch of ants." about anything you wanted to talk about uh-huh. but then the vanishing came the ants stopped talking that's when the birds started flying they're all ground-based used to, if you wanted a bird you could just snatch one up people don't remember now that they all went up in the air day of vanishing people don't remember that the birds used to be a terrestrial creature for as long as yeah. i can remember when i was coming Slow. up we'd say stay low like a bird and you'll find what you need stay low like a bird Low like a bird. If you're hungry, you could just reach down as ground popcorn, what we used to call it. Yeah, you ground have to popcorn. go to the grocery store, this thing, go to the grocery store to get bird meat. You just reach down and pluck up a bird. They're all over your feet. Throw it on the grill right there. Feathers would fall right off. That was the, those were the good old days. When they say good old days, that's what they mean. And if a wind was blowing, my mama would say, just get lower than a bird turd. And we would duck down and hunker because we, you know, we all, I mean, that's the great division is when birds and turtles started to be separate things. Yep. They used to be the same damn thing. You get the, that was the, that was again, I mean, they based the dark crystal off this, but not spoiler alert. I mean, it's like, I guess it's the dark crystal in reverse because the dark crystal, they kind of join up at the end and they're split in the beginning. And this, they were joined together. You get these terrestrial, you know, tortoise-like land birds. And then this split happens. Now you got snapping turtles in the lakes. You can't go for a, you can't swim six feet without getting a snapping turtle on your, on your, on your ass. Just snap down. Watch out. So we get the splitting. You get the splitting. You got the bird split from the tortoise. Mm. You know, in those days, that's when you get the 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 the, the dolphin 
breaks into uh, the, you know this new thing we call a dolphin. That's not a dolphin. They mm. used to be combined with the shark and the seal, and they were brilliant, funny creatures. Funny creatures. I, I would spend days at the beach with my mama. We were just laughing and laughing and laughing at the jokes that they would tell. Funny. They would do these special fart jokes where they'd make a, a cloud that was wrapped in a sinuous material, and they would shoot it like a beach ball, like a fart that's like a beach ball, just poof. Now you got these comedians, you know, they're trying to do the thing that used to just be a natural thing from the sea. That's why you went to the beach, by the way. Back then, you didn't go to the beach because you wanted this thing where people were going out in the filthy water and stuff. No. You went to the beach for a show, and they would just come out and they'd do their fart jokes. The whole fam- it was family-friendly fun. Now you're lucky if you laugh once when you go to the beach. More likely you're going to see somebody ripped apart by one of those sharks. They're pissed off. It got split off from its mother species. It's become a serious it place. funny. Now it's some angry mouse under there just biting anything it can. Let's talk about the vanishing. Oh, I'd love to. Now you said that the vanishing was predicted. The vanishing has been predicted. I mean, this thing is written all over the... I mean, this is like... Not only is it written about in the Bible, the suppressed Bible, by the way. You're not going to see a real Bible. Whatever they're calling the Bible now, this is a... This is a... You might as well read the shit stains of the Pope smeared out on mummy wrappings. Because that's what you got there. I'm talking about the real Bible. The, 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 uh, there, there was a, before the vanishing... When you you open up a Bible, your eyes would turn blue. Vivid, beautiful sky blue from the potency, pranic energy is what we call it. And then the vanishing happens, and then you get this thing that I don't even know what it is. Cerulean? Gideon Bible they put in the hotel rooms. Oh, the Gideons. That's, that's... Yeah, wipe, that's a cum-wiping thing there. I just use that to wipe your cum after you beat off to that uh, erotica they show for adult entertainment at the hotels. That's all it's good This for. is a family show. Let's just keep it. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a little off track. That's a little, that's a little blue. Yeah, that's, you're working blue. That's why they call it blue still to this day, because it's a reference to the ocean. Yeah, that's right. The original source of comedy on the planet. is the ocean creatures. So funny. The original dolphins. Not just the dolphins. I mean, that's when you have mermaids out there, by the way. Speaking of blue, there's... Speaking of blue... You know, I've seen some yeah, good breasts in my life, but nothing, nothing better right. than a, mermaid's breasts are just so good. That's why, yeah, yep, that's right. I mean, that literally in those days, you'd have to have your kids, you'd have to point and say, "Look, look up, look behind." Just if a mermaid showed up, and they're beautiful, beautiful velvety tits. Beautiful. I mean, it came to the point where I just couldn't ignore them. It's one of those things where you have to just look at it like a work of art. That's right. Just these beautiful mermaid breasts are just so perfect and so so velvety is a good word to describe it. Velvety, creamy. Sculpted by Poseidon himself. It's almost like a wave had stopped mid-motion and formed into a, a pair of breasts. Oh, oh my God. Just the I most... can tell you some bachelor stories. Oh. Ooh, some bachelor party ocean stories. Let me tell you, I could tell you some stories that would not be good. Why don't you tell one? Tell one. Well, all right. Go ahead and slip into one. Why don't you? I'm going to tell one in the condition that any children listening have your parents hold your ears. Let me just say, let me give a warning out. Hey, children, listen right now. How you doing? It's me. It's uh, Delco here, Leather Rose host. If you're listening right now, we didn't get that mamma, that papa, that grandma, that mimi, that, that dodo that you got laying around. Maybe even find the dog's big floppy ears. You got a big floppy cocker spaniel ear around there? Yeah. Just stuff that fur in your ear now, sweetheart, baby. Cover your ear. 
doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter if you're a girl with a boy's name or vice versa. Well, Go there ahead. isn't such a thing as Let me just finish. Name. Let me finish. It doesn't matter if you got a name that's almost exclusively used for women and then you're a boy. It's totally fine. You're still growing wow. up. You can be anything you want to be. doesn't matter if you're uh, vice name's versa. Name's a name. You can change your name if you want, but you don't have to because, you know, you don't want to go against with what Well, the spirit of the force instructs you to change your name to Monica. I challenge you to deny <laughs> the spirit of the force request. Go ahead and stuff I, those ears closed good and tight like a broom in a broom closet because we're about to... And, and Dad, Dad, if you're here, uh, maybe tell the wife to just... Go inside the kitchen and see and count the count the number of eggs you carrots. got in there. <laughs> count the carrots. Count, count, count the carrots. Count the hairs on the carrots. Count it twice, because because uh, Monica here is about to regale us. Monica Shotower is about to tell us a little bit of what we call bachelor tale. Let's just say uh, turn the radio down low and right. get close up to it, because uh, all right, all right, let, let her rip. Why don't you okay. let her rip? So now this is one of my dearest friends. God rest his soul. He is gone now. One of the many who were vanished in the oh, vanishing. Yeah. But he was a wonderful friend of mine. Blitz Transley. Now, this man was a top weightlifter, just so you know, at our college. And his body was unlike anything I've seen. Now, you, these days, you've got everybody all goosed up on funny pills, mm -hmm. greasing themselves down with steroid testosterone creams. That they're God knows where they're even coming from. From what I hear, they're extracted from elephant balls in Indonesia. Elephant balls drip a natural mucus. Then they put that in capsules, send that to the United States, and these wannabe weightlifters they slurp them down like they're eating Tic Tacs. It's not safe. Fair. It's just not safe. Don't eat them. It's not good for you. God only knows what it's going to do to you. We already know it's shrinking your brain down to the size of a walnut. Most of these weightlifters, when they go in for their autopsies after they die, their brains have been shriveled up. Now I'm not going to get off track here. But let me tell you something, Bliss was beautiful. He was like a walking sculpted mountain. He was powerful and strong, and his voice was deep and resonant like the bellowing horn blown by some Nordic shepherd in times long gone. And when he How wide was he? Oh God, he must have been seven feet wide. I'm not seven or eight feet wide. His body, you looked at that body, it was like a walking, rippling abdominal wall in some oh. paradise garden that Samuel Taylor Coleridge might have written about in one of his epic poems. I bet you could shoot him with an arrow and it would just, it wouldn't go all the way in. I'll tell you it'd be a lucky arrow mm. and anything wanted to get close to it. Blitz's heart and that was the problem because there's only one heart in that man and that man had a deep and abiding love for Susan Sancy. Now she was a biology student and her ass was rock hard. You could cut a diamond with that ass and I would have paid, I would have cut my feet off just to get one taste of insider crack but oh, you know, I bet that's Blitz, a juicy he was spot. monogamous and everything so I stayed away though I was would have loved to just lay you know lay underneath him and just while he was hammering her and just <laughs> lap against his cock and her tank okay now <clears throat> so we ended up 
he he did the thing. He asked her to marry him, and uh, I gotta tell you, he offered her a diamond ring that was is like looking at something somebody must have harvested off of a magical moonbeam. It was the 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 stars were dancing in that thing. His love was in there, and he he offered it to her not just on one hot air balloon, three hot air balloons tied together and connected by planks, and he walked her from one to the next because he had the grace of a circus actor bat and he had a love of the sky so wide now, but so graceful it's such a rare combination to be so wide to be so strong but also to be graceful like a like a little ballerina almost like a i can just envision it now it's like watching um one of those tiny tiny deer prance around with the hooves that are the size of a pinpoint that prances up a mountain oh yeah that's a beautiful description of him. And on that day that he asked her to marry him, he was wearing tap shoes. Tap shoes, wow. And the way he asked her to marry him was he got on one of those, a two-by-four connected to two hot air balloons. And he tap danced. <laughs> tap danced there, and he reached down, and underneath one of his pectoral muscles, he had, he had pushed that ring and he pulled it out and he said, will you be my wife forever? And she's cried. She cried so much that it rained. And, and where those hot air balloons were floating over, there had been a drought. And she cried so much it rained on this farmer's field. And that farmer was about to go bankrupt. And as he tells a story, he had, he had actually gone into his barn and put a shotgun barrel into his open mouth and was about to squeeze the trigger and blow his brains out because he's going to lose his farm. And it starts raining. It starts raining, wow. I guess, because these were human tears coming from love. They caused his crops to grow ten, 10 times as fast and 10 times more. And so he suddenly had a flourishing corn crop. And he made enough money to pay back the bankers. God save them. And he made enough money to get his farm back. Now I'm getting a little bit off track. I think, yeah. Well, we, we want to talk about the bachelor party and the mermaid Invites breasts. Invites us to this bachelor party. Now, this was in Santa Barbara. Oh. Now, I'd never been to California. In fact, I avoided it at all costs. But if Blitz told you to go somewhere, you would go. You would not say no to Blitz any more than you would say no to the resounding sound of an angel calling you from the clouds. If an angel tells you to jump, you jump. If an angel tells you to do push-ups, you do push-ups. If Blitz tells you come to Santa Barbara for my bachelor party, we're going to the beach. You know what he means. You know what he means. I think he means, I think I know what he means. He means color me a whistle and I'm ready to run. Color me a whistle. And I'm ready to run. And that's what we did. We went on the beach and it was the best bachelor party I've ever been to. It started off with just beach exercises. One of the great things that, that Blitz would do is he'd lead exercises. And he had us doing these wonderful uh, calf exercises Ooh. that when the burn was so intense, it was a lower body workout. And it was, we were crying as we, as we worked our glutes out because we knew this is going to be the last, well, probably one of the last times that Blitz led one of these incredible. It's okay now. He was just such a friend. Monica. He was so beautiful. We don't he was have so beautiful watching him. Oh my God. Just this wall of love. So he leads exercise. And then. He clapped his hands, and he had French mimes Ooh. had been hidden under the sand. 
They come up out of the sand and they're all holding champagne bottles and Chris with crystal glasses and they pour us all champagne and we're drinking champagne and you know what's next because the smell of champagne calls the mermaids. Oh, it does. It does. And, and it's not just the smell of champagne. Let's face it, it's Blitz. And those mermaids have been under there watching him lead this exercise routine and they have just, they're just ready to go. They're gassed up. And they're gassed up. And I've you've never seen I've never seen that many mermaids in my life. They come you've got mermaids here, mermaids there. I guess it was the, I, the whole ocean was just filled with these voluptuous mermaids. Mm. They come up out of the sea pulling themselves, flopping those beautiful tails, pulling themselves in the sand. They're they're beautiful, voluptuous breasts covered in sand like a dusted cookie at a picnic in heaven. And we clean their breasts off because they didn't want their nipples to get irritated. And we spent the next three hours at the breast of these mermaids drinking the nectar of the sea. And it was the most delightful... I'll never see him again. We lost so much in the vanishing. I've heard. I, I, it's, it's can we a, take a break? We can take a break. We're talking with Monica Shot Tower, and we're talking about uh, smoking from Poseidon's pipe here. Um, it's when you do stuff. Sometimes there's a problem. And we've all experienced a different line of issues that sometimes will be a thing. Well, that's the story of the bachelor party. I'm... Well, that's really incredible. I can just, just when you're, when you tell your friends you love them. Tell your friends you love them and make sure that you uh, insulate yourself against magic that you don't understand. Because sometimes, you know... That's right. You get that boomerang, it just whips around. You th- People are out there are throwing boomerangs and thinking they're not going to come back. That's right. But they're going to come back. That's the they're gonna it's go the back. nature of the boomerang to come back. Yep. Now, and now can you just before we uh before we close out here, could you talk yep. them just a little bit more about these uh these fissures and Absolutely. just a just a bit cuz we talk we started here talking off about these sounds that are coming out of the ground. Right, and I'm afraid I got in the way. I know a lot of uh, your listeners are probably excited to hear you play some of their sounds. They're recorded out here in the forest. Now, the phenomena, uh, you know, I was the first one to authentically document it. Now, uh, that's because I had made my way into the Bohemian Grove. Now, the Bohemian Grove is known for many things. The owl rituals and all That's not really what's going on there. That's just party tricks okay. by a silly clown. What really the hidden secret of the Bohemian Grove is they have a wonderful, massive slate stone rock that rises up from the forest. And this thing absorbs heat so much that a very rare lizard can be found there. That it just they just cling to these rocks and absorb this heat. And that, that lizard, if you're if you're stuck, if you're I used to be a long term a vaping addict and these things one lick of one of these lizards and your addictive problems are gone you're an alcoholic go to the bohemian grove wow. go to that slate rock and take a lick on those lizards this is why 
all of the world leaders go there. It's not because they're planning something or they're up to no good. It's because they're all addicted. All the world leaders are deeply and horribly addicted to a variety of substances. My, my, mainly, believe it or not, NutraSweet. They just love it. Like, that's it. It's a very I've heard bad about that. I've heard it about it. messes with your hormones, yeah. man. But NutraSweet is delicious. I'm going to deny it. Everyone knows that. I love it. I used to pour the shit on my tongue. You can't resist. Wake up in the morning and just have your NutraSweet stone or your bowl of NutraSweet. Stick your tongue down there. Anyway, you, you go to this, you go to this slate stone. And you, cl you take your clothes off in front of it and you just climb up this thing. And it's one of the most transcendent experiences. This will work with any rock in a national forest. It's called Nude Nighttime Free Climbing on Post Summer Stones. Post Summer. Look that up. Post Summer, post -summer Stones. Post -summer. post Summer Day Stones or Post Summer Stones or just PSS. PSS. Now, post Summer yeah. Stones. Yeah. The st stones have been heated in the summer day. Uh -huh. They've been cooled down under the light of a full moon. You get your body against that. Absorb that last bit of heat from the stone. You got to get the last bit so that when you're done... That stone's cold. Mm. You can't leave any of it. You want the last bit of that summer heat. You bring that into your body, you will hit a mesmer resonance, as it's called, a mesmer resonance field, the exact same resonant tone you get when you measure volcanoes. Let's say Vesuvius was resonating at this tone right before it blasted those Italians straight to hell. You get this resonance going there, and your body is resonating from that summer heat. And that's when the crevices, the cracks will open up, and that's when the earth will sing to you, and you will hear the mysteries that are sung by the spirit of the earth, the one that gave me the name, Monica. <clears throat> that's a beautiful tale, Monica. Could you leave us with possibly a, a, a just a taste of what that Vesuvius vibration sound? So people, because obviously when you when the crack opens up. And you hear that sound, that's unmistakable. But I think a lot of people might not know if they're doing it right because they don't know what that right. sound sounds like. Right. Are you asking me to imitate? I'm asking you just to, to imitate, to imitate ace. I don't imitate. You, I imitate. Now, there's a lot of people out there <laughs> who will imitate. But I, I imitate. Could you imitate that imitate. sound that we would hear? That? Uh, you're not going to hear me imitate. You want you want some you want to hear somebody I hear you emanate. You go down to your local rodeo and find some some brain brain addled rodeo clown who's been tap danced on by one too many a steer. And that that you'll get an imitation of something. You'll get an imitation of the sound of old waffles flopping out of a pan against those. Oh, that sounds terrible. I don't want to, nobody terrible, wants an old waffle. I, I'm a, I'm okay, a, go ahead and emanate for us. Now, I'm going to give you a warning out there. If you don't want your life to change, if you're not interested in upticking or upshifting, if, you're not, if you want to stay down in your little cauldron of despair, if you want to keep your boat safely docked in the harbor of sorrows while you find yourself eating a never-ending shit bowl of mediocrity, then I, 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 if you're interested in keeping yourself in the lower levels of hell as a hungry ghost with a long pencil neck and an infinite appetite, I would recommend that you don't listen to this because he's just going to blast you right back in heaven. Kids, take, your, take the cocker spaniels out of your ears now and get a listen to this because you want to grow up fast. This is how you do it. You won't grow. This is gonna grow you up. You're gonna. You better get your pencil out and 
get ready to head over to the sizing wall because you're going to notice a shift today. And parents, if you don't want to go out and have to buy your kids new clothes, then I would recommend turning this off because you're going to go up a few oh, sizes. Oh, yeah. You're going to go up a few sizes. If you're interested in playing basketball, turn it up loud because <laughs> you're going to be slam dunking. Okay. If you're interested in... In, 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 in being able to safely jump on your trampoline if you're up at that edge where you might be a little heavier and you're you're afraid you're going to go through, don't listen because this might be the thing that pushes you If you're interested trend. in being able to dig just a significant hole really quickly, then I would listen. If you want to oh, have the strength to just dig a hole quickly, to quickly dig a large hole, maybe for a job or maybe just for fun, either way, fun. if you wanted to be able to do that, I would say listen up good. If you wanted to be able to, if you want to be, if you if you're having problems with like shelving issues and you can't get uh -huh. up there to like the higher shelves, maybe you're somebody's hiding your cookies up there, you can't reach, you don't have a step stool. Listen, they're gonna have to find a new place to hide those cookies, and they better not be digging them in the ground because you're gonna be able to dig down there too. If you bought some shoes, they're just slightly too big, but they're just too nice to return, and you don't know somebody with that size. Listen, good. Cause you're gonna fill up those shoes just perfect right your toes are just gonna come within a half an inch, a quarter inch to the eighth inch to the tip it's gonna feel really good i'd say listen up if that's if that's on your uh, list of solutions to problemize if you got like short sausage <laughs> flap arms and you can't reach back when you get a scratch in the, on your back you should listen because you're gonna be able to those arms are gonna un you're gonna move on out and stretch on down and your and your fingers will extend too. That's good news and bad news. Again, if you're like someone who's got a glove co collection, for example, I mean, I'll tell you this is something that actually did happen. It was really quite sad. Uh, somebody came and we gave them this warning. They didn't believe us, I guess, or whatever, you know, hubris. But they came to one of my Monica from the crack retreats that happen every three months in hawaii and Beautiful i said this, i said the whole thing here now as it turns out they had a one of the most uh highly rated glove collections in north america wow and all them sized to their hand after this they couldn't put on a single oh one no a single one not a single one that collection was more than just something to look out for them they like to wake up as many of us do, and put on their morning gloves and have their coffee. Nope. Couldn't do it anymore. I, I, Couldn't do well, it. Well, I mean, that, that's what they say. You fill, you fill out a glove, you open the door. So. You, you, you know what? It, I, I'm wearing gloves right now. I'm wearing gloves right now. Mare skin. Mare. Oh, that's that's a that's a horse skin. Yeah, I've I've heard about you know this is all just great stuff. I've heard of situations where uh, people were unable to use the stairs, and the next thing you know, they're going thirty miles an hour up the stairs. I've heard of dogs yep. that. Um, if funny enough, it'll slow down a dog. If you got a dog that's moving too fast to pet, if you got a dog that's just like you can't seem to get a handle on it, it's got that soft fur, but it's just moving too fast. Yeah. You have a dog listen to this, and it's going to slow it down so you can pet that dog. Yeah. So I would. Oh, this will, yeah, this is like when, when, if you've got, and I'll tell you, man, this is a thing that it makes, you know, this is one of the most, to me, one of them, it's a, it's a, it, it tells us of the times. One of the most, th that's sad things right now is you got all these kids, their parents, they gave them puppies, companions. They gave them these fast dogs. Uh -huh. 
and all they want to do is pet that dog and all that dog wants is to feel the soft hand of that toddler rubbing against their fur. But the dog's excitable and the toddler compared to the speed of that dog is slow and, and it's just, you're, uh, 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 it's like a Greek tragedy. William Shakespeare himself couldn't come up with something more sad, more sad than a fast dog and a slow child. And to watch those two things interact, it's watching matter and antimatter engage in the infinite dance of sorrow that makes up our universe. Never the twain shall meet. Never the twain shall meet. This will slow down your dog. Monica. Now, if your dog's already slow, have them leave the room. You don't want, you know. Oh, it'll slow it down to a, to a statue. I've, that, then that will happen. I've crystallized many a dog from this ceremony. <laughs> now... I'm going to begin. All right. My goodness, gosh, outstanding. What a beautiful sound. I hope all the listeners got everything they needed and wanted out of that, and there's no negative effects. Beautiful, uh, Monica. Well, I just want to thank you, Delco, for having me on. It has been an honor and a pleasure. I think I was a little salty in the beginning. I want to uh, apologize to, to y'all. It's I okay. You know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It takes everybody a little bit to get lubricated. That's just how life is. That's how it is. <laughs>